Hello and welcome to the HQ Movie Review. I'm Rachel. I'm Josh. I'm Jack. And I'm Brandon. So today we watched Speed Racer. A classic. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I went into this super biased. I, I love this movie. I've seen it very many times. I went into this movie having seen it when I was in high school many years ago in when it came out in theaters. And I remember liking it, but I didn't remember really anything about it. I came in completely fresh. I don't know anything about Speed Racer as a franchise or as the movie. I watched this as like a nine or ten year old child and I loved it because that's exactly what a nine or ten year old child would love. Yeah. To be specific, I haven't just seen this movie. I've also seen a little bit of the original show. I've seen uh, the Speed Racer The Next Generation show, which is okay. <laughs> it's very okay. Good. I saw some of the original Speed Racer like on Boomerang as a kid and stuff, so I, I knew what to expect when I got into the movie originally. I definitely liked it because it kind of like paid homage to it, and at the same time, it was completely different. <laughs> yeah. The Mach 5 is a much smaller role, but it's still an important role. So I think we should start with the aesthetics. Can we start with the aesthetics? I think we can. I think we can start with it's the aesthetics. one of the first things to see. It opens up with this lovely kaleidoscope, like, logos thing. That was cool. And then it immediately jumps into, it's an anime. Did you know this was an anime? It's an anime. I would like to point out the fact that three of us, individually, all said this looked like Spy Kids. It's a Spy Kids movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty Spy Kids. It's Fast and Furious meets Spy Kids. Yeah, which and is it, great. Absolutely, a hundred percent looks like Spy Kids movie, all the way through. It's it really fits with like the frenetic energy they tried to capture, like all of the redub dialogue where everything is super fast and everyone talks just like this. Oh, yeah, it's great. And all the the cuts between sequences are like a, a kind of like a scroll of people across the screen as something else comes in behind it, or that one transition where. You know, Speed Racer's car, like, busts through the dust cloud of Rex's car. Yeah, this movie is, is infamous for head wipes, but <laughs> the opening race does have some of my favorite transitions in, like, movie history. Yeah. Like, all of the shots of Speed Racing Rex's ghost are great, and oh, also yeah. remind me very much of Mario Kart doing time trials. It really works, though. Like, all the transitions... Um I think it just kind of locks in this idea of like it this movie knows what it is and it does it very well. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. The cinematography in this movie is just as hectic as you can possibly imagine. It is very difficult to follow, but it works. See, I'd argue that it's almost easier to follow like if it'd been shot realistically, it'd be impossible to follow what was happening. But it is difficult to follow i think in some aspects but also it is much clearer like in the uh, rally race when they're constantly jumping back and forward between speed and trixie because every time one of them talks the camera has to zoom backwards to be in their car or zoom forwards and it oh, is yeah. it's still clear what's going on behind them and around them even though the camera is almost constantly moving yeah don't get me wrong what i'm saying is the camera is as spastic and hectic as it possibly can be and it still makes sense. Right, yeah. Like, it is hard to follow, but it is followable. Like, you can still tell what's happening. It's just there's 
everything happening on screen. Yeah. If you compare this to like the first Michael Bay Transformers movie where a lot of times it just devolves into a blur of gray metal and you don't know who the good guys or bad guys are. It's like that is what what year did the first Transformers come out actually? Uh, you know, that's a good I imagine question. it was at a similar time. While we're pulling that up, I just want to say how relieved I am that this movie happened before we got hit with the desire for every remake to have it through the dark and the gritty lens because the just hyper-saturated campiness of this movie is just fantastic. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is what the Marvel Cinematic Universe eventually was able to do. Whereas they started out, everything had to be realistic. Or like, when you look at those first X-Men movies, where they have their black leather suits on, and they make a joke about um, Wolverine's yellow spandex. Whereas <laughs> now we're at the point where like Wolverine could show up in his comic-accurate yellow suit, and people would cheer. I mean, people were cheered before, I imagine. But now we can. And this movie just jumps straight into it. No, this is, this is a live-action cartoon. Man, I really want to see Hugh Jackman in that yellow suit. God, I wish wish we could have got there. Like, I mean, literally, WandaVision, the characters show up in their comic-accurate costumes costumes. in in a Halloween episode. And the fans love that. (laughs) But also, at the end of one of Wolverine's standalone movies, I think it was The Wolverine, there was, like, a deleted scene of them giving him his, like, yellow comic-accurate suit with his, like, the helmet with its crazy fins and... (laughs) <laughs> that never goes anywhere. One, because they stopped doing those movies in that timeline. And two, because he's no longer Wolverine, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Very. I think it would be um very powerful of Marvel to just say, no, <laughs> how much money do you need? We can keep going. <laughs> Listen, Hugh, it would not be the same without you. Do you want to sing a song? We'll let you sing a song we'll if let, you want. We'll Listen. let you sing as many songs as you want. We'll do a musical Wolverine. They did a Western. They could do anything with Wolverine. Oh, It'll yeah. work. So you mentioned Transformers, and that movie came out the year before this movie. Yeah, that was 2007. They clearly, the Wachowskis saw that and they learned. Because, as you mentioned, that was a bunch of gray machines all like indistinguishably fighting each other. This movie was so the complete opposite of that. Yeah. And the colors were almost painfully saturated it wasn't terrible but just everything was a hundred percent saturated they did not want you to forget for a second what this was (laughs) and it looks like no other movie also uh i don't know what the budget on this movie was but i mean they didn't have a lot of travel costs because they never did a single thing on any set elsewhere. Yeah. The the racer household is a set, and that's really it. That's a set at the studio. Yeah. No, there's no. There are no on location shots. Also, if it, there are no locations, <laughs> there are no locations. This takes place in a city, <laughs> and then some fictional countries. Related IMDb trivia: According to the producer, this movie was shot. In green screen in 60 days. 60 days. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. Days. Oh, two go. months. Took them two months. Two months, full movie shot. That's actually impressive. Does it say how long it took to edit it, though? No, it does not tell us that. Because that's a lot of green screen is, to edit. Listen, this is an animation movie. <laughs> I don't care about the live action people in it. it is, this is animation. Yeah. 
the cars or the characters. I'm sorry. I this is going to be a hard transition, but I've been I I need to get to this piece of IMDb trivia before Brandon gets it. I want this one so bad. Take it. <laughs> Go for it. So we're all familiar with Racer X. Uh, yes. Yeah, at this much. point, yeah. Uh, do you know who turned the role down? Who? Oh. Go on. It was Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. I would have you... lost my mind. He took off his he helmet. Took who's that... just Keanu? <laughs> it was just Keanu Reeves. No, let's face it. He would have. You would have known who he was with the helmet he would, on. Yeah, he would have started speaking. We'd be like, "Is that?" Yeah. We wouldn't have made it to the reveal. We all would have looked it up immediately. Matthew Fox did a good job, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He definitely did. I will never. He will never not be the guy from Lost for me, unfortunately. Yeah, but he, he did a good job. Absolutely, is just the guy from Lost. Yeah, what do you guys think about the whole the, quote the, twist? The double twist? <laughs> the Listen, double twist. They went into this movie knowing that everyone knew Racer X was Rex because the show never tried to hide it. Every single time Racer X showed up, the, and the narrator was immediately like, and unbeknownst to everyone else, Racer X was really his brother, Rex. <laughs> like every time he showed up, it was never a mystery. We had just watched that whole intro, and I mean, again, I came into this blind. I didn't know who Racer X was, but we watched the whole brother thing, and then immediately it cuts to this entirely different actor that's just shrouded in like a little bit of shadows, like, oh, cool, so his brother's like, good then, he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's him. I, I, I specifically remember when I watched this in high school, I, I was never really good at, at a, as a kid at like figuring out the twists in movies, and I figured that out as a child. Yeah, <laughs> I knew immediately. And then they pulled the double twist on you. He pulls off his mask, and it's Matthew Fox. And Matthew Fox wasn't playing him earlier. And it's like, well, maybe he just grew up. And then he's like, oh no no no, you're not my brother. And it, I was like, what? Well, also but, he has a different hair color. I also yeah, thought maybe sure. he just got like older. Yeah. <laughs> Because well, Rex has brown hair and and Racer X has black hair, it's, which I guess he just dies. You I just don't think die that versus plastic, getting. Yeah, I don't think plastic surgery. surgery. <laughs> I don't think that changes your hair color. I don't know. If, I mean, maybe they can do that in Speed Racers World. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of shit in Speed Racers World that they can do. <laughs> yeah, but that's all like car related. I mean, all you have to do is relate it to a car, and then they have the technology. So I don't know. Maybe they have hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Something. No. Continue, please. No. No. I'm yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where that's going anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Bailing. <laughs> so, some IMDb trivia about Racer X. Scott Porter, who plays Rex, and Matthew Fox both have the same birthday. Interesting. Oh, that's fun. That's neat. I didn't know that. Love that for them. So he really there's, could become. Yeah, there's only Fox. one birthday listed for the actor for this character. That's great. If I can, if I can take a detour, we're looking at the uh, Amazon, the Amazon page for Speed Racer, and one of the uh, customers also watched listed is Speed Racer Next Generations. Do you guys, do you guys want to know the names of the characters in Speed Racer: The Next Generation? Not particularly. I it's, did not oh, like any of the names in the movie. That's so. great because it's all the same exact names. Uh. So uh, Speed Racer and Trixie, they get married. They have two sons. Can you guess what the first son's name is? The oldest son. 
Is it Rex? It's actually just X. <laughs> Jesus. Are you serious? Does he know at this point? Yeah, no, they, they know they're... Oh, oh, actually, I'm going to spoil the show for you. I'm sorry. It was That's a okay. bad Nicktoon show from around... From, like, 2008. So, <laughs> so Speed Racer has uh, the one son, who he just names X, in honor of his brother, who I assume he knows was Rex Racer at that point. Okay. So, he names his son X, just the letter X, Racer. And then he has another son in secret that he names Speed Racer Jr. <laughs> Hang on, secret from who? Yeah. From uh, every Because, so, uh, Spritel starts a racing academy because, you know, we have to have academies for things and cartoons. Okay. Spritel starts a racing academy where <laughs> X is a driver. There's another character named Sparky, unrelated to the original Sparky, who's a mechanic. There's another racer named Trixie, unrelated to Trixie from the show. She's just some black girl named Trixie. And then Speed Racer Jr. shows... I guess there's no Jr. because he doesn't know his dad's Speed Racer. Speed, this other guy... So, this other guy named Speed Racer shows up to the Speed Racer school run by Speed Racer's brother, also attended by Speed Racer's son. And everyone's just like, hey man, what the fuck? Hang on, I need to. I I I asked the question earlier of who's the secret. Does Trixie know about Speed Racer Junior? Speed and Trixie have two sons. Okay. And then like the first son was named X, and then they took the second son, who they gave his father's exact, very distinct name, (laughs) and they just like put. I I forget what his origin is. He's like a foster kid or something. They just gave him up for adoption. No, they had to like they had to Luke and Leia it. It's a Star Wars thing. They had to Luke and Leia. So what? Leia gets to go live in the lap of luxury because she was born first, and Luke goes to live with the moisture farmers. But so, but why though? Did did Speed Racer become Darth Vader? Oh no no no. So the plot is that uh, Speed Racer invents an electric motor, and the oil companies hate it. <laughs> So they Are try to assassinate serious? him, and he's like, this is too dangerous. I have to hide my other son away. Just but he is one, named though. Speed Racer. <laughs> yeah, well, because the other son is already, like, a toddler, so everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, Speed Racer has a son named X. That's common knowledge. Speed Racer's other son named Speed Racer. It's a secret son. We gotta hide him away. Give him to the moisture farmers. <laughs> and then 16 years later, he comes to go to Spritel's racing school. I'm sorry, were the were the cars in the show running on gas? Yeah, except for <laughs> I uh, that this they were running on like the sci-fi magic. Thing. No, yeah, cuz th- this is a sequel to the original show, not the movie. So you'll notice the the uh Mach 6 in the uh, image here looks nothing like the one from the movie. Okay. Cuz it's it's a different continuity. So this is the show the cars in the original show were running on gasoline. The cars in the next generation also run on gasoline except for the Mach 6 with its revolutionary electric motor. So he invents the Tesla and gets <laughs> put hits on him. Yeah. So uh, Speed Racer goes into hiding until like season three or something. <laughs> I hate yeah. it original, so much. Original Speed Racer. Speed Racer Sr. is in hiding until like season three. Speed Racer Jr. goes to the school and gets bullied by his older brother who he doesn't know is his older brother. Because honestly, if some kid showed up with your dad's whole name, yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey, dude, what the fuck, man?" <laughs> if, 
Not my, to mention if that kid who has my dad's name also has the same name as the racing school we all go to yeah, now. And he drives I'd pick on him. And he drives a sequel to my dad's car. What the <laughs> fuck? My biggest question here, or concern, whatever, is the one that they wanted to keep secret. They gave the most obvious name to. I know. Why didn't they name the first one Speed Racer and the second one be called X? Because the older brother has to be X and the younger brother has to be Speed. That's how it works. They literally just copy pasted the first show one generation down. That's it. That's so dumb, though, because if you're going to try to keep them secret... Why would you give him your same name? When is the third child sprite going to arrive? Oh, so eight they years don't... from now. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no like younger spritle in the show because the original spritle is the headmaster, so we can't have another spritle. But it's okay because they gave the role of spritle to the new Sparky, so he's the mechanic. But also, he sometimes hides in the trunk, and he has a robot monkey named Chim Chim. Oh, good. Didn't even na- name the monkey different. No, yeah. It's, it's, they just replaced it with a robot. It's great. I watched so much of this dumb show with bad CGI cars. Uh, I'm also a very large fan of the Hot Wheels movie. So this I track. was just going to mention, <laughs> better or worse than the Hot Wheels movies? So, for starters, I have seen all of the Hot Wheels movies. Fair. They're actually on the bad movie list. I added them on the one who's here. Oh my goodness, you did? <laughs> I did. They're oh. on there. I oh no. No, they we were spin, Hot Wheels We spin movies. bad movie. We're watching those. <laughs> I have it's seen, a series. I've seen at least one of those. I wonder if it was the first one. It probably was. <laughs> so anyway, um, in terms of technical execution, it's better than the first one. I see. There, there are a couple... The later Hot Wheels movies, the, the Acceleracers... Have it edged out in the uh, car CGI thing. Also, because this movie is a hybrid, the show Speed Racer is a hybrid show. So all of the cars and the racing segments are CG, and then all of the people are 2D. But it's like the oh. early Flash animation puppets 2D. Oh, yeah. So it's a real, it's a real good time. Also, the original Mach Five does show up later in the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I I forget its significance aside from just being the Mach 5. <laughs> anyway, that was my tangent about this very okay Nickelodeon show. I'm really upset to discover that all these cars ran on gasoline. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it does add to the, um, the long list of potential corporate villains that you can have for yeah. the show. The, uh, the oil barons from the movie the were oil actual barons. oil yes. barons in the show. Just, yeah, the uh, the big five from the WRL. <laughs> they just, the most, like, comical, like, they look like they would have tied someone to some railroad tracks. The Monopoly yes. man was in there. Yes. <laughs> I do love when the message of a movie is, large corporations aren't your friend. <laughs> this billionaire just wants to make more money. Yeah. Also, can we talk about the fact that the essential plot line of the movie was that they were fixing the races in order to manipulate the stock markets. Yeah. And this yeah. is a children's movie. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's so good. The underlying like conflict of this movie is so far above and beyond the comprehension of the age group that it's targeted for. Okay, but listen. 
in 2008 when I watched this movie as a child, this this was how I understood the stock market to work, and it's not terribly inaccurate. Yeah, I mean, this probably better would have better prepared me for GameStop. <laughs> well, guess we've dated this episode. Well, I mean, they're gonna GameStop know what year was a this while comes ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> listen, all episodes are in the past. The yep. second they listen to them. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought the whole time I was like, "This is the conflict of this children's movie." Is <laughs> that they're talking about buying out companies? And then we get to the point where they win the rally. Spoiler alert. Um, they win the rally. And then they're just like, uh, yes, we're still going to sell our company, but now we're going to sell it for more money. Yeah, that was great. That was, yeah. that was the whole reason why they needed to win, because they were going to get bought out. But they're like, nah, we need to make more money from this transaction. <laughs> We exactly. need to win this so that our stock goes up so they have to pay us more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and th- so the whole time, they're just tricking Speed and X into helping them win so just so that they can just sell their company for hire. They didn't actually care about any of the other stuff. I, I didn't know that in the movie, the sister isn't sick. So when we made the comment about the sick sister, I kept waiting for that to come into effect. Uh, yeah. When I asked at the beginning, when she first showed up, I said, is that the same sister? And you all said, yes. I thought that meant that she was sick, too. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do all the plot lines from the show. <laughs> yeah, so, which is a nice transition into talking about, like, all of the characters who came from the show. It's all of them. Like, yeah. all of the characters mm-hmm. who show up, aside from, like, the random background characters, those are all, like, actual characters from the show. But they're original, ridiculous. Actually, I don't know about uh, Royalton. I don't know about him. But like Snake Oiler and Cruncher Block. All the drivers. Yeah. Inspector Detector. Anyone with a stupid name <laughs> comes from the show. <laughs> that man's name was Detector. That wasn't his rank. <laughs> he's, his rank is Chief Inspector. His last name is just Detector. <laughs> I mean, also, let's face it. Royalton was also... Yeah. A uh, really dumb name. E.P. Arnold Royalton Esquire. <laughs> the most stuffy, stuck-up name. He really said that that was his name and then tried to sell this story five minutes later that he was like... He worked his way up. worked his way up from nothing. From his parents, from the basement of his parents' foster home. Like, are you telling me you changed your name? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, like this guy has, like, he goes by Arnold, but he has like EP also stand for something. He has two other first names he's not using. That's how fancy he is. EP stands for evil person. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I was really hoping, and I knew they weren't going to do it, but I was really kind of hoping that they were going to do the whole like he looks evil, and it's like they're setting it up like he's going to be the villain, but then he turns out to be the good guy. And I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I was like, it'd be nice if they did that. Nah, Speed Racer is more straightforward than that. Straight as an arrow, that Speed Racer. Yeah. That's how he goes so fast. Oh, speaking of speed, <laughs> we going to talk about the end of that last race? Yeah. 
He goes real fast. He gets the car into fifth gear, and he just goes. He's like, you know what? I'm not even going to slow down to fight you guys. I'm just going to go. Like, he just passes them. Like, why'd you have to kill all those other people (laughs) (laughs) if you could have just gone right past him this whole time? Okay, so, like, actual racing logic, you do go faster when you don't try and fight people. I mean, obviously, actual racing, you don't fight people like you do in this, but... (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) When you're not trying to fight people for positions, you do go faster. But also... If you want to look at the Speed Racer video game for the Wii, which I also played, there's a mechanic in that where you can store up focus points and then use those for, like, speed boosts, and they stack. So if you store up, like, two focus points, you get, like, a double speed boost. If you store up five, which is the max, you go into, like, I forgot what it's called. It's, like, this maximum focus mode where everything turns purple and you just zoom by everyone. (laughs) So you get bullet billing. (laughs) Essentially, but you still have to steer, and you can fall off those tracks. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, but it's great. You like hit people, and they just explode. It's great. Jeez. So star power, then. <laughs> yeah, it's basically star power. I played a lot of that game, also. Good. Yeah, like just the the speed that he was going at the end, because when he first starts, you know, he catches up, and then he's going, and he's like fighting everyone, and they're all teaming up on him, and he's like jumping over and smacking them away and doing all these crazy car moves and stuff. Uh, Carfu. Carfu, sure. It's officially what it's called, I think. Good. All right, cool. So he's fighting with his car. He's doing Carfu. And then he gets to the, the Royalton guy, Cannonball, fights him. They both spin out. Cannonball dies. <laughs> he he gets he gets sucked into the safety ball and then flushed down the hole in the track. Yeah. Also, why was there just a hole in the middle? Of the Probably track? for the safety ball. Specifically for that reason. It looked like a fucking water slide thing. I thought that the car was supposed to go down the hole at first. I thought it was like a like a, a like a toilet marble race like bowl situation. Yeah. Yeah, but the people are in the big foam marbles. Uh, and and then like he's got his whole moment where he's his car stalled out and he has to like turn it back on, which by the way, that that was so ridiculous to me how any part of fixing a car is throw it in fifth gear and it'll start. So pops pops did give like a BS explanation for that immediate. Where he's like, yeah, no, I patched the starter through the convergenator. So if he kicks it into fifth gear, it'll jumpstart the whole thing. Now, I don't know enough about cars to know exactly how much of that is complete garbage nonsense. Well, everything with the conversionator is yeah, garbage. No, I figured that was made up. But in no way... <laughs> all right. Essentially is what he said was he wired the starter so that if you go into fifth gear, it'll start the car. Yeah. That is exactly what he said. I, th- I think... I think narratively, it was just, hey, I have to make a really quick patch. I'm going to go through here to do it. But also, as a side effect of that, if your car is off and you kick it into fifth gear, it'll turn on. But also but seems also, impractical, it, honestly. It, it, it's basically, he's trying to turn the key over to start the engine, and it's not working. So instead of starting the engine with the key, you start the engine with the bypass to the same starter that's in fifth gear. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Unless he removed the ability to start the car with the start button, and you can only start the car by putting it in fifth gear. 
my favorite part of the whole thing is that he didn't tell anyone he did it. Exactly. <laughs> and so it, it, the, the mom is like, did you tell Speed that he could do that? <laughs> and he just doesn't say anything. He's like, did you tell the engineer that he could do that? Anyone where this would be a helpful thing right now? Look, look there were there wasn't time. This there were a whole, they built the whole car in thirty two hours. He would have finished the race a whole lot faster. Yeah, if they knew. I, see, that's why I think that was just the side effect of some uh, quick wiring he was doing. He's like, well, I actually uh, wired it this way, so theoretically this could happen. But I don't think he was expecting him to need to restart the car in the middle of the race. <laughs> Well, yeah. So then after he gets the, the car restarted in fifth gear, all that random BS, right? Then at from that point on, every car until he gets the last two, he passes as if they were not even moving. Because <laughs> he's just going so much faster than every other. It was like, why did you, why didn't you just go this fast from the get go? Why? His tires did melt at the end of the race. I feel like that was a factor. Yeah, so actually, uh, the heat of your tires is important. If your tires are cold, they grip less. I've been watching a lot of racing things lately, completely unrelated to us watching Speed Racer today. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. There's also the fact that, like, when he first started, he immediately got into a fight, so he couldn't build up that speed. And then as he was trying to pass, everyone kept fighting him, so he couldn't build up to his top speed, whereas at the end of the race... He was so far behind everyone, he could just go, and by the time he caught up to them, they couldn't stop him. I see. I see. Okay. Fun fact about the whole tire grip thing, that's why when you see, like, dragsters and stuff, they do the the burnouts at the beginning before the race. That is specifically to basically pre-melt the outer layer of the tires so they get more grip. Hmm. Well, yeah. Speed Racer. Speaking of Speed Racer... yeah uh perfect 10 out of 10 segue uh there were three actors that were considered for the role of speed racer but eventually did not get it shia labeouf oh god oh my god this would have been a very different movie if it was shia labeouf and keanu reeves (laughs) god i want to go to that universe just for a day second actor joseph gordon levitt Interesting. Interesting. He could do it. Yeah. He could have done it. Third one, Zach Efron. Okay. All right. No, no, no. No, no. I Show me the Efron I cut. I wanted <laughs> to say something. He looked like Zach Efron in like half the shots he was yeah. in. I legitimately thought for a little bit that it was Zach Efron. I was like, no, no, no. That's not him. It's uh, Emil Hirsch. So <laughs> they're like, all right, we want Zach Efron. <laughs> Did Zach Efron turn it down? Yes, everyone. Yeah, yeah. So Zac Efron turns it down. They go, all right, back up Zac Efron. <laughs> Out of curiosity, can you guys, has Emil Hirsch been in anything else? Because I, I don't know. If I he will has. check. I kind of like that I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, no, it was great. I think it would have been very distracting. Yeah, Zach Efron really would have taken me out of it. Pretty much like Matthew Fox <laughs> as Racer X. If I just saw Zach Efron there, I'd be like, oh, that's just Zach Efron the whole time. I'd be wondering how Speed Racer's singing voice was. Does he have his head in the game? Who knows? <laughs> he has been in many things since then. That's good. None of them are very notable. Um, fun fact, you know how it was one notice to watch uh, Into the Wild? It's because yeah. he's in it. Oh. That makes sense. 
That is literally the first thing on his IMDb IMDb page. So can we talk about the uh, the Freebird scene? Oh yes. <laughs> so oh, uh, during what is possibly the most jarring cut in cinematic history, <laughs> Worldton is giving this very intense speech about like the true nature of racing, and then it cuts over to Spritel and Chim Chim, who are going absolute bananas. No pun intended. <laughs> In the uh, World in Race Cars factory. And I've watched this movie several times over the course of my entire life. And I have never once recognized that the song that was playing was Freebird. And I only recognized it this time because we watched a movie with a Freebird scene in it a week ago today. So, so when we watched The Kingsman, we all remarked about the wonderful... Uh, very, very famous uh, Freebird scene. Yeah, exactly. And that is the only reason all of us <laughs> knew what song that was. So this film started its very early development in the 90s. Oh, yeah. This has been development hell for like ever. The 90s? Yeah. It took them a long time to make this to make this movie because it just kept getting passed around and like no one wanted it. That's like a decade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's depending like on and then they recorded all of it in 60 days. At some point in the development, Nicolas Cage was offered the role of Racer X. Oh, my no. God. Where's the Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Where's the Nicolas Cage? Zach? Okay, this is actually... Let's let's discuss for a minute. Of the people that we have, we have the Nick Cage option and the Keanu Reeves option for Racer X, and then we've got our three backup... Speed Speeds. racers, what what do we think would have been the best and or most chaotic combination of those people? I think Keanu uh, Reeves as Rex, okay, with Nick Cage as Driver X, <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 and then Shia LaBeouf as Speed. That trio would have produced the most chaotic speed racer. <laughs> I think that um, if you had put Zac Efron and Nick Cage on the same shot uh it it just they would not have vibed and it would have been just the most cursed thing you would ever see honestly i can't imagine them in the same space at the same time like i think that there's it would have been like a different movie if we had shia labeouf and nick cage but i think that they would have had at least like some kind of screen chemistry yeah because they have the same they have that same kind of energy same with like keanu reeves i just do not think that Zac Efron, especially in the the litany of works that we have seen him in, and the way that you he presents himself, could have vibed with any of these <laughs> people that played Razor X. No, yeah. no, none at all. Like, I mean, he's he's in good stuff. I'm not saying yeah. that. I just I just do not think that I could have process this movie in the same way yeah this is not a slam on his acting chops yeah it's it's just sometimes the role just ain't for you yeah sometimes this role is just for someone who looks like you if this movie came out today sorry now i'm like really on like a casting tangent okay if this movie came out today do you know who they absolutely would have cast for speed racer i was gonna guess tom holland hang on i gotta get the uh it's the the guy the guy from solo 
I think that they oh, would have put yeah, him in here. Okay. No, he. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like I, he'd definitely be the speed racer. Yeah. Has he been in anything since Solo? Uh, let's find uh, out. I don't know. He's been in other stuff. It was just um, before Solo. I am sorry. His first name is Alden. I'm not attempting the last name. There's just a lot of letters in it. Do you think that's why they had such a hard time finding actors is because it was in like development hell for so long? That's absolutely, absolutely it. Yeah. They still got John Goodman. They, they still did. got John Goodman. I don't know anyone who could play Pop anyone else who could play Pop's racer like that. Can we can we talk about how hilarious it was every time John Goodman had an action scene? Can we talk about the ninja line? Oh my lord. <laughs> Listen, they just don't make ninjas like they used to. It's like terrible what passes for a ninja these days. Yeah, it's it's great. That whole ninja fight was like ridiculous. The the ninja who fought um X, X was actually like very competent very competent ninja they're just like having this whole like choreographed really good fight sequence and then they just sent the Bobo ninja over <laughs> next door listen we have <laughs> we've only got three ninjas you've got one who's just like I'm gonna drip yeah. some poison down this there's the string. one super competent ninja who never gets caught the one semi-competent ninja who gets caught but puts up a pretty good fight and then there's the ninja they sent to speed's room <laughs> semi-competent ninja had kind of the short end of the stick when it came to like people to take down too. also true yeah. like he wasn't taking that racer x doesn't sleep he was standing <laughs> in the shadows with a decoy in the bed waiting <laughs> because he knew speaking of the ninja that didn't get caught why didn't they just like actually poison him well, instead of just debilitate him for a few want, hours they, they didn't want to murder him they just wanted him to lose well they, they clearly if you murder him he loses anybody else yeah they clearly wanted to murder him on the race yeah but that's not in the race if he dies before the race then there's like investigations and shit if he just can't finish the race it fucks up the business deal or it makes sure the business deal goes through smoothly and then they can murder him later it's like look we, we can't murder you now because that'd be it's too much spotlight now they really just threw Trixie directly into that death race, though, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she volunteered for it, but she, still. Yeah, it was her idea, but then at the same time, like... They were very adamant about not letting speed into that race, and they're just like, Tri Trixie over here's like, oh, I here is like, I can do it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I okay. Go, okay, I guess. <laughs> they're like, look, we're already, we're, look, we're already all in on this. We can't stop now. Like we're we were not fine with speed doing this. In fact, we came all the way over here to get you to stop. Yeah, Trixie, you can go. Yeah, Trixie's <laughs> Trixie, not their go kid. Go for it. You know, you know, we don't care. Just Listen, go for it. They like Trixie. She's not their kid. She just shows up and eats breakfast. Also, it wasn't even just that she was going in and participating in this race. She was going to participate in the car that had a hit on it. Yeah. Like, this was a car that was specifically being targeted as murder the person driving this car. Trixie goes, I'll drive it. Sure, we have no problem with this. Go ahead. Didn't have any other options. You know, they also, just on the subject of they didn't have any problems killing anybody else, they sent a bomb via small child speed racer <laughs> to oh, the family yeah. home. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're much more gung ho about killing them. Then. I totally forgot about that. 
This guy in the beginning of the movie, and I was about a quarter of a second away from making a joke about it being a bomb, and he goes, hold on, let me see that. And I was like, it's not, is it? We were and all, it was. We were all talking about, like, man, he just took, like, a suspicious package from a stranger, and then it was a bomb. <laughs> he just takes his ear up to it, and it just goes, tick, 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 tick. That was great. I really love how good he was at timing that, too. Because he was like, all right, I've put the bomb in the go-kart. I've sent the go-kart into the street. It explodes right in the middle, away from everyone's house. If he was wrong, he would have blown up across the street's house. Yeah. My, my favorite part was he took so long to strap it into the thing and set the gas pedal. He could have just thrown it into the street. Now you're ruining Speed's go-kart. Yes, yeah, yeah. they built that. They could build another... But like specifically, if you just throw it in the middle of the street, there's no chance of it keep going and going to the neighbor's yard. It would just land in the street and then explode. Can you imagine if he threw it into the middle of the street and then a car drove by? <laughs> or or he he does what he did in the movie. He sets it up in the toy car and the car goes in the street and then a car hits that and explodes. Imagine explaining that to your insurance. Yeah. The package was thrown out in the middle of the street, and all of a sudden, it exploded. I mean, obviously, we, all cars in this universe are completely indestructible. Oh, yeah. Smashing mm-hmm. into to walls and, like, landing in for end after doing a thousand-foot jump does not damage anything in the, in the cabin or the outside exterior of the car. The only thing that can damage a car is when it explodes for unknown reasons. If you hit something and you were not trying to hit it, your car will explode. If you were trying, it'll scratch the paint. But there are several times when they're just like, all right, well, I'm going to flip you a bunch of times. And while normally you would have recovered, this time your car explodes. (laughs) It's just kind of random when your car just decides to explode. Well, I mean, there was was that one guy that resurrects just kind of like... Did, he did like a footstool jump in Smash Bros. He just footstooled him into a rock over a jump. Yeah. That was great. There was also the guy that he like flipped up on and forced to land face first on a spike. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy definitely died. That guy was absolutely I, dead. There was no like bubbles for him. So I really appreciate that they put the bubble in every shot where a car crashes. It's like, no, no. See, they're fine. They're fine. If you pause it and you look, they're fine. But there's definitely no, there's like we, no bubble. We, the first time we see the safety bubble, we see how long it takes for it to activate when Snake starts crashing. There's no way some of these guys got that safety bubble unless like their engineer like spotting from the sideline saw them and was like, yeah, they're not making it out of this. I'm just going to hit the button. <laughs> because otherwise, there's no way the car knew, hey, this isn't a flip I in- initiated. We should bubble before we die. Yeah, in particular, that spike guy. The he, spike yes. went like straight through the driver cabin. Like, <laughs> I don't think a bubble would have done anything for him either. Like, that was the initial point of contact was spike going through driver. <laughs> There's no reaction for that bubble. So there's one last fun fact that's actually like actually fun on the IMDb list. And it's that J.J. Abrams wrote a draft of the screenplay. Give me the J.J. Abrams, Zac Efron, Nicolas Cage guy. <laughs> Honestly. I'll watch four hours of that. That's amazing. The extra two hours is just the same movie again with different actors. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's like a choose your own adventure yeah. you can like uh like toggle through the screen and like pick <laughs> who you want for each role <laughs> and it just like cgi's them in this is this is the magic that we could have if deep fakes weren't like inherently evil <laughs> <laughs> wow uh my last my last uh fun fact is that this is at least the last time i, I was gonna say the last time i checked but that implies a lot more research than i've actually done that this is um this is aaron hansen eager raptor's favorite movie oh yeah this is so that's nice he just genuinely loves this movie yeah it's a good movie it is absolutely just a good movie like it's got a four and a half out of five stars on prime video yeah i think that's fair that is absolutely absolutely fair. fair we gotta stop doing that jack it's yeah (laughs) any closing statements good movie great style that's all i got it had a very unique aesthetic and i think it worked well in this instance and i i loved it much like uh, the fast and furious franchise it's a racing movie about family All right, this has been Speed Racer. <laughs> then we are HQ Movie Review. I'm Rachel. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Jack. And I'm Brandon. And I guess see you next week. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>